train. It's a sword of power, sword of power, dragon and earth, soaring through the sky. Spread your wings. Super, the gang gathered together to summon a dragon, thinking it would be pretty big. But when the dragon shows up and is even bigger than that, I mean, that's a big dragon. Where are you gonna put all that? Back that ass up, it's a big dragon. <laughs> nice. Yep. Very good. I'm balling out Super. Where are you going with all that dragon ass? Dude, the craziest thing, though, is that he doesn't have a dragon ass. That's yeah, the only it, thing he doesn't have. <laughs> he's all upper body, and then it tapers into a little pool. Yeah. Just like a little... This term wasn't available back then, but he's a himbo dragon. Right, yes. Uh-huh. He skipped they leg day same... so hard, he doesn't even have legs. <laughs> he did. <laughs> it's just become a wispy tail. <laughs> Stretching into away seven balls eternally. <laughs> <laughs> he refuses to even do cardio, so they've just like eaten themselves. I mean, all jokes aside, though, that is a big dragon. It's a very big dragon. Um, Zuta Lord. Yeah, anyway, uh, everybody, welcome back to Ballin' Out. Super! Super duper. On the radio. I am your host, Jeremy Hammond. With me, as always, my co host, Katie Rose Leon. So good to be back watching the correct episodes of Dragon Ball Z Kai with my two close friends. And Alex Patak. Grab your flagon. It's time to chase the dragon. <laughs> your flagon? That's right. You get it on wagon. A flagon is it's like a big cup. Is it? Yeah. You didn't make that up? No. I'm you're making me double check. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm look it up. I don't think sure. that's th- Katie, back me up on flagon discourse. <laughs> I don't think that's a real flag and discourse is out of control. Wait, oh, what? it's a large leather, metal, glass, plastic, or ceramic vessel. That's right, used for drinks. Say it. Whether this flagging? is water, ale, like or another flagging? liquid, <laughs> like a flagon of ale. No, but it was. It wasn't flagging like um like a verb. Would that be a verb in that case when yeah, you're flagging? I'm sorry. Yeah, the only like flagging you're... I know is when you put like a hanky in your yeah, pocket you, to like, let people pee. know that yeah you're like a bitch bottom or like a sex pig or something. Oh, the only flaggings I know is uh, when you're out with the boys and you can't play two hand touch no more since Dale broke his collarbone. So you just got to get those flags off their belt and you're flagging with the boys yeah. at the park. You play with the yellow flags so everyone knows you like pee. You ever play the flag football? Damn, that's fun. No, I've never played flag football. We should start a flag football podcast. I've done like two-hand touch is like basically the same thing. Oh, it's different. It's different. I know you got a flag that you got to grab, right? There's more to interact with. There's more? Yeah, there's a flag. (laughs) (laughs) But it's easier to grab a flag off of somebody than it is to get them with both hands. Well, agree to disagree. I guess so. I have nothing that flag yeah, and it still stays on if it's discourse. tough. <laughs> I suppose so. I suppose you're right, Alex. <laughs> the flag and discourse is getting toxic. Yeah. I got to get offline. <laughs> what were we uh, what were we talking about before we started recording? We were talking about something. 
Katie, I saw you walk by my house the other day, by the way. I, oh, yeah. um, I stuck my I, head out the it. window. When my wife is on her way home, I'll usually stick <laughs> my head out the window. We wanted to talk about seeing Katie outside the uh, house. Yeah, I it mean, just was I, really funny. I stuck my head out the window, and you would like just walk past, and I was like shouting down at you like really loud. You had I headphones had my in. headphones in. <laughs> but yeah, I pass your house all the time because it's... Uh, the quickest way between one of my partner's house and my own home. Hey, look so. up sometimes. This is why we can't have real <laughs> uh, New York moments I actually, anymore. It's so funny you say that because every time I pass him, I'm like, should I like ring his doorbell? Is that weird? I, I miss <laughs> my friend. Say what's up. <laughs> I still have like, him? I have a bunch of stuff I want to give you I and know. I just keep not leaving my house. I know, hey, I how about those rising COVID numbers, friends? How you feel about it's that? So, there's a discussion. Yeah, there's a discussion, my friends. There's a thought and a feeling, and I am having both. And those are both happening while my annual it's turning to fall cold happened. So definitely Proceeds. thought Do I we was... defend them against the state? <laughs> I am. Mm. Welcome back to Dragon Ball Soup. Dude, the day that that <laughs> happened was such a fantastic day to be online. It was like something special to to behold, you know, because it's like seeing the line. Nazis trying to like square the circle on where they stand on anti-mask, anti-COVID lockdown <laughs> protests that are done by very religious Jews that are being cracked down on by NYPD who are being ordered by Bill de Blasio. And you're like, I don't even know which way to go. Oh, <laughs> the a real mind stretches <laughs> in so many directions. <laughs> that seems like if I were a Nazi, that one would be a layup where you, you know, square the circle and you go, you know, it may be Bill de Blasio, but... Let's focus on what's important. Persecuting Jews. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but if you're like an anti-COVID, like, you know, right. mask denier. It's like, how much do you hate the Jews? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you're really <laughs> starting right. to ask yourself big Cause, questions. Because <laughs> if you really what hate What brought them, you to the movement? <laughs> you'll love this, but you'll have to believe in COVID. Yeah. <laughs> and how much, do you, like... how much do you hate de Blasio if you're like, but he's beating up Jews? Do I like that? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I it hate Bill de Blasio all the time. It's really no something how nobody season. likes him, but he's been elected mayor twice. And he it's really walked incredible. into the second one. <laughs> yeah, I know. He walked into it. Nobody even tried. Everyone was like, hey, you're never going to beat the king. Come on. <laughs> Bill, just... he's too firmly perched. <laughs> you remember the two minutes he was running for president? <laughs> I loved it. I loved that so that goddamn much. That was so much. good. It really emphasized how large he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know how I talked about it a lot, but I still in think about it. Charge at all, he is. He never even came and close that's what to it is, a chance. Katie, <laughs> is he's so large, but so not in charge. Yeah. It's like if you have the graph, the largeness line is rising, while the in charge line you can steep, see a sharp steep decline. If you look right here, steep decline. <laughs> He has a monkey's paw with at least two fingers down at his house. He just frowns at every morning. I know, and he really, he really should have used one of those fingers to wish the NYPD away. <laughs> no, but he's like, I'm not using that one again. <laughs> After I wished I was six foot seven, I swore I'd stop. <laughs> oh my god! Uh. How many days was this before a monkey's paw reference arised again? Yeah, we gotta get a sign. We gotta get a sign for the for the wall. <laughs> we gotta zero, set that shit baby. back to zero. <laughs> set it back to zero, folks. We're talking about the paw again. We gotta talk about the paw. 
We gotta talk. Ever about since the I found it's it, I mean, it's, it's it's the only thing. Guys, uh, my depression is re- reset, and I'm 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 watching anime. Really? All yeah. right. What are you watching? Uh there are two things that I have been watching. One is that there's a new Dragon Quest anime, and it sucks, and I love it. It's okay. really bad. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> and the other one is I marathoned this slice of life lesbian high school romance thing called In Bloom. Oh man, oh. we're so gay and in high school. I'll support you no matter what, class president. Uh, put it Just in by my the face. name of that show. The name of that show sounds like if I watched it, I would turn to stone. Oh, wait, is it Bloom Into You? <laughs> yes, Bloom Into You. There sorry. Yeah, yes. That's even funnier. Bloom to be Into You. It's not horny. It's not horny. Like, I've, I've, the previous lesbian anime I talked about, extremely horny incest yeah. shit. This is just very much like, we held hands at the aquarium. Mm-hmm. What does yeah, it mean? Yeah, it sure looks like it. I'm seeing Ooh! a lot of, I'm watching the trailer right now. I'm seeing a lot of big headphones and like, leaves. Are there titties? No, there's no, no titties. No, they are they are very well covered by sweaters. Extremely wholesome. <laughs> All those Big sweaters, my man. Covered up by comfortable anymore. sweaters. The gayest thing in the show is that she's the one of the girls on her days off wears sandals, and I'm like, yeah, she's gay as <laughs> my hell. My heavens! <laughs> At this time of year, I owe me son. <laughs> so I've been I've been watching anime. Nice. Also, um, Katie, is this when your depression is high, the anime returns, or when it's low? I don't know. I guess high. I'm not depressed per se. It's just I, I really hit a wall with quarantining because mm-hmm. my neighbor's dog is in heat, and I hear and mm-hmm. the, my window faces the backyard, <laughs> which I do not have access to. So all day oh, no. long when I'm trying to work, I hear a dog whining and horny pain while another <laughs> oh, neighbor no. blasts terrible music and it's like i'm starting to go like yellow wallpaper insane like i'm right. going to kill somebody by the end of this month <laughs> happy halloween bitches finally a female serial killer her name's krl finally, finally. it's 2020 We've all been saying it let her <laughs> harvest us <laughs> Police would never suspect a KRL to be behind it's it. Not like with that haircut. Real, and then wait, but then they're but then they're doing like the uh, like the board of suspects and whatever with like all the pictures on it. And he's like moving them around, and, like scratching his chin, looking at it. And he like moves the L to the other side, and it's K L R. And he's like, "My God, Get, we gotta go!" <laughs> like running out the door. <laughs> <laughs> they never would suspect me. It was the dog, the dog, the horny dog. <laughs> yeah, you're like the son of Sam. <laughs> it's I'm, who is this killing, loving Rose? Oh my god! It's really making me crazy. So I, I, the original re-entering to anime watches. Like I've watched all TV, and I'm like, well, there's so much anime, and I need something to be blaring louder than these horny dog ones. Mm. So. Anime it is. Katie, I have a question for you. Um, first time, long time. <laughs> I just rewatched Cowboy Bebop. Okay. And I've seen it a bunch of times now, but this is the first time in um, the full bloom of my adult uh, uh, manliness. And 
I remember not understanding what happened at the end of the show before, but now on the rewatch, I still don't understand what happened oh, at yeah, the end of the show. Oh, yeah, it's just vague. It's like it's, they, it's yeah. vague? Yeah. Because no, Vicious, I remember watching when I was 13, the main bad guy, quote unquote, in Cowboy Bebop is a Sephiroth they borrow named Vicious. <laughs> and he has white hair and he has a sword and he cuts people's eyeballs open. And he's just a bad cookie. And you watch him, and you think, I don't want to be like that when I grow up. Or do I? No, I shouldn't. Um, <laughs> but paying close attention to the plot, more than I did before, he nothing he does... Like, you don't know why he's bad. He just shows up and kills people and disappears, and he's supposed to be, like, the main bad guy of the show. It's a really weird approach to telling a story. So, Cowboy Bebop was from that era of anime where, like, at least the stuff that made it to America, I feel like that was, like, very common. Where they're just like, I don't know, you figure it out, bitch. Like, yeah, yeah. Big O was like that. I, like, I rewatched that recently because I'm like, oh, I remember this show. And then I'm like, I don't remember it making sense, but I was so young. And I, like, watched a bunch of it. And I'm right. like, oh, yeah, it's just because it doesn't explain anything. Who like, made this O so large? It's bad just based on aesthetics. It's like when you see someone on the street and you're like, I don't like him because yeah. of his coat. Well, that I but, could explain you know, at least. To its logical extension. Alex, the O is so big because it's from the planet where O's come from. Oh. Oh. It's like an O-runga. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a minute to realize you were making a Dragon Ball reference, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. made so many O's in the meantime hey, we all that got it there. felt we, like it we was all okay. got there in the end, and that's that's what really counts, you know. It's we're the, all satisfied mm, now. It's, sometimes it is the destination, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> now that we're here, it feels good. Ooh. But yeah, Big O. I don't think I could tell you anything about it except that it's like a Batman-ish thing that yeah, like Batman's there's a big robot. It. Well, because I rewatched a couple episodes because I was like, oh yeah, I remember really liking this, but I haven't seen it since it literally aired on TV. And I remember it being Batman-ish, but I didn't realize how much it was directly just a ripoff of animated series. Like it's like aesthetically, like some Japanese guy was like, yup. That's yeah. what I want to do. Like, yep. like, and there's a scarecrow. Like the whole city is designed to look like you know Western forties like city and every yeah it just looks like that era of WB animation. It's crazy. That's so funny. Yeah, it really does. It um, mm-hmm. his hair is so much like that style. Like this doesn't look like anime. It looks like mm. kids WB. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a uh, Batman Beyond. Yes. Oh, yes, did you guys like Batman Beyond? Uh, I never really watched it. I just remember it's like, it's Batman, but now they're young, sexy cyberpunks. Yeah, yeah they do the... <laughs> I do remember liking it, actually. It's, an, it's a fun idea, at the very least, like in yeah. a franchise mm-hmm. that is just starved for good ideas, you know? Who's sleepy? <laughs> they do the football. I'm actually like they wide awake. Football. I feel like um, I'm like, I'm so amped up to talk to my homies. Oh, I, I missed oh, wow. you, Jeremy Bear. Jeremy's I about just, to go off. This day really fucked me up, guys. Yeah, so. you were having a tough one. I had a Seemed tough like day. It. Yeah. Remember when got, you walked by not... Jeremy's house? Yeah, let's go back to that day. <laughs> Jeremy's apartment on the street. <laughs> I've been coping. Oh, we unleashed a lion. <laughs> so what's been going on? 
one is to cope with not being able to go to concerts, me and my partner have been just like mainlining concert footage like I told mm-hmm. you guys about. And uh, we tried to do some unplugs the other day and I'm like, I can't. <laughs> but the funniest thing about Pearl Jam uh, uh, MTV Unplugged is it's not that different, but they're so young in it. And you look at Eddie Vedder's young face, but he sounds like a 40-year-old man. I'm like, that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, man. Well, he always sounded like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, Eddie Vedder came out the womb like, oh, you released the cracking home. (laughs) Oh, mama. (laughs) I took a shit in my pants. (laughs) <laughs> and you gotta go into my pants They're shitting there I need a new diet beer <laughs> Oh, Jeremy, give, give us two weeks And you're gonna have Eddie Ve- Eddie Vedder baby master Yeah, yeah, I gotta The character Really, I just gotta listen to more Pearl Jam Because, like, I honestly, like, every time I'm about to do his voice I realize I'm just doing the Creed guy and I know they're similar, but there there are pretty distinct differences. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, for this purpose, though, it is functionally just fine. Scott <laughs> Stapp is more nasal and breathy. He's like, <gasps> yeah, he loses like half <laughs> yeah, of a word yeah. down his nose. Eddie Vedder <laughs> is still announcing stuff. He's right. just enunciating it Eddie Vedder way, and he's also got that Billy Corgan soft aloud thing. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ah, I'm still alive. <laughs> well, like, yeah, Scott Stapp's always just doing a bad Eddie Vedder Aww. imitation. <laughs> it is kind of like he's doing an impression, isn't it? Um, Home oh, and now. Well, it's I'm always like he's. It always sounds like he just swallowed like a like a tennis ball. And like he's like spitting it up as he's saying the word, so it's like half of the word he loses to getting the tennis ball out, and then he gets the second half of the word out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and people, his manager keeps telling him, "Eddie, leave the tennis balls at home. You gotta leave them at They're home. They're holding you back." And he says, "They're here for the tennis balls." <laughs> I'm going hungry. 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 Um, hmm. we've discovered Alyssa and I, my lady wife. We've discovered a new mm-hmm. system. Oh, of uh, we've been watching spooky we play stories buttons on either side of our bed frame, and uh, <laughs> when we want to consent to sex, we press. <laughs> we slam the button, but that's another story. We've been watching Shocktober experiences, uh, uh, particularly the new Flanagan piece, The Bly House, a, oh, a haunting on Bly House. I the first one sounded like it sucked, so I just am not interested in watching that. Wait, what is this? What are we talking about here? Haunting on Hill House is good except the last episode which ruins the entire thing. Oh, but I loved like that. Yeah. 9 hours of good television. Yeah, Haunting of Hill House is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, Did they do another thing? What? Oh, really? And it's in Jolly Old. Ooh, and it chim- raises chimney. important questions. Exactly, it raises important questions. Like, what if there was a Scottish ghost? <laughs> <laughs> I do love a Scottish ghost. I will say that. Also, no for all. Boo. Boo. I do I'm love. In your stairway. I try being to spooky. watch a spooky thing every day in October. <laughs> I've been watching. Well, this is the th- this is what I wanted to say, which is the antidote we've discovered because we'll be watching it late at night, far past our bedtime, mm-hmm. and it will be time to shut down the hatchet. And uh, we found out in order to do like a, a aperitif, 
we'll watch a a sexy music video. Okay. And that will transition us away. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Politics aside, and I feel like I'm going to catch flack for this because of the way we distribute this podcast, but we've been watching Doja Cats. Because oh. we've never seen any of those. I like and Doja like, Cat. Why? Is she fucking, like canceled? She is for... I don't. I can't really What'd talk about do? it. But she like posted on 4chan in twenty two thousand and eight or something. Uh-huh. Okay, it's a it's a light cancellation, and uh, we're watching okay. these sexy videos. We're thinking maybe we're not scared of of Frankenstein's anymore. I like anymore. the song she did with uh, Gucci Man. Yeah, I watched that one too, and that one's about like, what if you were gonna fuck Doja Cat? Yeah. A lot of them are about that. <laughs> yeah, but, um, there's also that song where she's just like, let's uh, do Skype sex. <laughs> she's very helpful and, for the pandemic. Yeah, and any of them, all of their themes are just so appropriate after a European horror such as that. <laughs> I recommend it to anyone. Okay. Not her specifically, but she is a great jumping off point. You could also mm. watch Eddie Vedder, but I'm not sure that's going to do it all the way. Oh, yeah. You need just like a sexy like R&B experience, or at least hip-hop. Yeah, like you could wade in with a gaga, because that will be frightening a little bit, but... <laughs> <laughs> there will what still about be a that sexy new lady. Meg Thee Stallion video where she's in like a psychedelic, horny Alice in Wonderland situation. Yes, <laughs> yes. You know why too? Because that's in a house. Yeah, it is in a house. The it WAP makes- video, much like <laughs> Ghosts like to be in, is in a house, and oh, so yeah. you're in the same place mentally. Well, I feel like the WAP music video is like a version of Twin Peaks Black Lodge. <laughs> It's like you, instead of going to Black Lodge, you're just like in a horny house, but it's like the same vibe. It's like, happening again. You're like there's walking, a wet ass pussy. You're walking down like a long hallway, and there's different entrances, and people are slow down. Behind each door, a different whore in this house. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I've been watching a lot of Scooby Doo. Like, you're a really? I guess that counts. Yeah. You're getting ready to be a full-time dad. Well, yeah. well. So what's happening is that like I want to watch something spooky just for practicing. spooky season, but I'm like emotionally just kind of like a raw nerve most of the time. So like right. anything so that's too watching. scary, I'm just like I got to turn this off. I can't do this. So like Scooby Doo is like really striking the right balance between like well there is a ghost, <laughs> there's something. there's a ghost, <laughs> there's and it's fine. <laughs> there's um... I'm imagining Jeremy practicing on Scooby Doo like. Boys, put the dog down. (laughs) Don't go in there. That's foreclosed. That's foreclosed. What did I say? Gang. Oh, and Daphne's here? Gang, there's one light on in that abandoned ice factory. That's none of your business. That's none of your business. Get back in the car. Don't worry about what's going on in the old amusement park. There's like a newer Scooby-Doo... TV show from like 2012 or something that's really mm-hmm. good and um there's this really good episode where they go to the mystery solvers convention and they all get kidnapped and then it's all the other Hanna-Barbera sidekicks have to like figure shit out so it's like Scooby-Doo oh. Jabber it's like Jabberjaw they're all at the convention and yes. Dune Buggy and oh, my so favorite, the Funky Phantom. Of course, yeah, the Funky Phantom rules. <laughs> funky How are we going to get Funky is, Phantom into this? The Funky Phantom's the funniest one because that whole thing is like, 
we're mystery solving teens and our friend a gay ghost from the revolutionary war there was a writer's room of hard pressed adults just hands in their pockets figuring out how to get freaky phantom back in the show Funky this Phantom. This is how we did Funky it. Phantom. Funky Phantom. Don't get it twisted. He can be freaky. It's October. I uh, I used to call myself the Spooky Specter, and I was like a Funky Phantom, except I would just like fly out to bum kids out with sex ed facts. <laughs> Why does he have whiskers? What? Why does the Funky Phantom have whiskers? Because he's a p- p- pussy cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a revolutionary <laughs> war era soldier. I'm just a little p- 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 pussy cat. Yeah, I think it's some queer coding that's lost it's on for our sure generation. Is. Yeah, there's something, there's something that like somebody like we don't know what it means now, but like somebody from the 1960s looks at it and they're like, that guy's gay. <laughs> <laughs> But what I also like about... I was about- murdered by a bunch of bachelors for having two pockets in my red coat. <laughs> <laughs> what I also like about the newer, uh, that same season of Scooby-Doo, this, I forgot what it was called, but they, uh, they really get into how Fred is obsessed with traps so much so that he like won't fuck Daphne and she gets like <laughs> mad about it and she's like he won't stop talking about traps I'm like he's on the spectrum sis like I just I <laughs> he don't just know loves what to tell gear you. He, he loves, loves gear rebrand he loves this as a trap how does it elaborate work? traps <laughs> like I just you know Daphne get look at Fred the- if you busted me it's a trap <laughs> You have to raise the kid. Look out. <laughs> I've set up a roulette wheel. One of these doesn't have a hole in it. It's got condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone split up. <laughs> We're all going to have at Daphne. <laughs> Damn. There's That's a new see, movie. But the isn't thing there? is about that show, Fred is missing character, so he does need something more going on with him. Yeah, and it turns out that he's just obsessed with traps. And um, yeah, well, and they know. they made Daphne like a uh, like a martial artist, right? Yeah, or some. I mean, I don't know. something like something, that. Yeah, because she also needed something. It's really like they they went all in on Velma and Shaggy. And yeah, they they're like, Shaggy's the, other the lovable stoner, whatever. and Velma is the person everyone secretly wants to fuck. Of like, course. What's yeah, everybody yeah. does, of course. Oh my God, everyone there's so does. much, like, rope porn of, of Velma being, like, tied up and oh, shit yeah. on the internet. There oh, be. no. There absolutely <laughs> Oh, Velma. Be, yeah. And, like, <laughs> you never should have gone into that haunted factory. <laughs> <laughs> if you knew this was how it ended. <laughs> <laughs> if you knew that their their ledgers for materials in and and products out were mismatched and that's why old man Barry Stevenson was uh dressing up like a scuba man <laughs> that glows. <laughs> If only you knew, Velma. Did you guys see the the Scooby Doo live action? The old one with uh, Matthew Lillard and all them. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, with classic. Matthew Lillard, uh-huh. I saw at that the top in of the his game. Top. I did too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I was a huge, I, I was a huge, uh, huge Scooby guy. So that was, that was really. Yeah, I love Scooby. Are you kidding? I love all those. Even during your like destructive stage, you yeah, carried yeah, Scooby well, around with you. I mean, I was. Uh, yeah, I always loved cartoons. Did I tell you uh, when I was had my like thirteenth birthday party at my house? Um, this girl we went to camp with, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. 
think her name was Krista. She called me on the phone. She's like, I brought you something huge to to like keep you company and blah, blah, blah. And she made it sound like she bought me a giant six foot bong. Because mm-hmm. that's like the kind of like bad influence 13 year old friend she was. Right. Yeah. And she showed Krista. up to my house with a giant stuff Scooby Doo. Oh, like, yeah. nice. I think you might have even been there. I probably I would. would. I mean, we would have her husband if, out of jail. If we Why didn't meet each other that year, it would have been the year Scooby after. Doo. Uh, I mean, she, she probably wanted it at the the Italian festival or some shit. It was like yeah, that side. Anyway, yeah, that sounds like a big Scooby. Do. <laughs> Do. Also, everyone knows who's friends with me that I love replacing songs the words uh, words the songs with Scooby Doo and the Gang. Oh, and she loves Alex it. Alex found that out firsthand when I helped him with his melody on his. I found it out firsthand. I called Katie. I said, Katie, I need you to crack a song for me. She said, let me get the gang together. And we'll see what we can do. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. And she did it. We'll see what I can Scooby-Doo for you. <laughs> there was a minute where you sent me, like, you just saying the word Scooby-Doo over and over again. And I was like, I could somehow cut this out and just make this it. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> it's not going to be easy, but it'll be funny if I do it to just I mean, Katie. <laughs> it would be funny to me, but... <laughs> oh... Anime, friends. Anime, oh, wow. Emotional oh, exhaustion. I love it. Honestly, man. Anime, I love it. I love this stuff. I love this you stuff. You too? Yeah, you can't, can't, get can't get enough of that can't anime. That, that sweet, sweet anime. <laughs> you know, we Cannot haven't even started enough. talking about this stuff yet. No, not really. I mean, we touched on it a little bit, and, and me, that got me excited. <laughs> this is when you take home that... Uh, case of brewskis home from the store and you're just looking at it in the back of the car going can't wait to crack cannot that wait. <laughs> cannot wait to crack a cold one of anime with my good friends <laughs> what's this a 30 episode 36 that looks good <laughs> I got so nervous I watched the wrong episode I know that would have been so funny if two weeks in a row that happened oh my god <laughs> it would it would not have been as bad as last week. Last week was very arduous. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah David, really. Someone's trying to get me notes. to join their sex cult, and I forgot that we had a podcast. <laughs> oh, wait. Well, what if, have David, to speak on what if David did a sex cult and it was Spexium? Mm. What if he did Spexium? <laughs> he spitting out water onto her computer. <laughs> And so it's a Spectre, and he's the sex guru character. He's like, hello, welcome to Spectium. We're a business entrepreneurship cult. (laughs) And also you have to reply to all my text messages. (laughs) Yeah, it's mostly just about (laughs) he texts you nine times a day. <laughs> David, it's foreplay. What are you up to tonight? I think we're joking. What are you wearing? I really love this for David. I really think he should explore this. I think 2021 is the year of Spectium, and I think he should really. I think it's get a good idea. That. Yeah, I think we should. I, I think we should consider it. starting this. I'll well, traffic for him. What do you want? <laughs> it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a tough year for him to start the sex cult now that his uh destroyed leg is uh surgery is delayed another few months or oh, so he's I gonna be out that. of commission for a while damn no and you're gonna have to do the work okay getting him off i'm saying oh, in no. his sex call <laughs> that's not he my can't job come to you. i said i said <laughs> i said i would traffic for him i'm not 
I'm not on the ground floor. <laughs> you can be the Jizz Lane of the Spexium sex cult. <laughs> you don't have to be involved. You just oh have to God. get him his targets. Oh, but how funny would it be, too, if like David lived in one of those gigantic Upper East Side townhouses and we just never knew? <laughs> <laughs> We've known David all these years, and he's like, yeah, I live in the largest standing townhouse in Manhattan. I'm like, but what about that story about the rats in the oven? He's yeah, like, they oh. were in my giant townhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I ran this tweet by my doorman. He thought it was hilarious. No. The reason why I was able to throw my stove no. away is because I have four more kitchens. <laughs> 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 Jeremy, I love you reaching deeper and deeper into the bag of David Deep Cuts. <laughs> hey, everyone, remember when David had to get a new stove? It was part the, of the rat thing, because yeah, he, he rat, trapped the rat thing. in the stove and then threw the stove away. <laughs> I think that we, uh, came we up all on know the, the podcast. It did. He told the whole story once, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That, that was Android Saga, David Spectre. <laughs> Must kill Son Goku. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I My believe it's that time. Soup. Oh, wait, but what about if there was David and then there was also like a blonde girl David? <laughs> and oh. they were like they were like 17 and 18. And they're like, they talk they exactly. They have sexual attraction. <laughs> they have the same like Android monotone and David. It's Stephanie like David's voice. Spectre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Krillin. You're looking pretty good today. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We've gotten our we've gotten a revenge on David for for his misdeeds last week. I'm sorry, guys. Hey, guys. It's me, America's sweetheart, Katie Rose Leon, and your favorite from Dragon Ball Super. It's not often I have a break from my busy schedule being a star of audio podcasts to come to you on my hands and knees to beg you, please join our Patreon. For only $5 a month, you get an additional full podcast where we talk about G Gundam. That's right, Gundam. We have been talking about Gundam. Please stop asking us to talk about Gundam because it turns out we've been talking about Gundam. Gundam, Gundam, Fundam, Gundam.com. Um, I know what you're saying, Katie. It's a pandemic and we are spiraling towards the blue wave. Why would I give you money? And to that I say, because you like us. So, please, give us the money. Give us the money! <laughs> please! Okay, how was that? All right, that's a that's a good one. <laughs> Are you no-sleeving right now, Alex? Yeah, I'm no-sleeving. I appreciate your commitment to no-sleeves even on this cold, gloomy day. I didn't leave the house until an hour ago when I had to go get applesauce. Well, okay. That's what broke me. But until then, it was shorts and no sleeves and all action. But that's a story for another time. What story is for to now time? Today we're here to talk about one of the oldest stories ever told. What Episode is that? 36 of Dragon Ball Z Kai. <laughs> Frieza closes in. Mighty Paranga, grant your wish. 
You didn't say the title of this episode is. You're not doing That's a the good title job of the episode. pretending to be me. I'm not your mom. I do do I do things my way. <laughs> I don't I'm like, babysitting and I do things my way. I don't like going to dad's house. He doesn't he only has beer. <laughs> and mustard. I let you have the beer, didn't He's got I? three kinds of mustard. I'm so hungry. Nothing else. I Dad. said you could put any of the mustards you want on the beer. <laughs> I didn't see any points against Dad back then. <laughs> now it's bedtime. I hear all this lip. Why don't you have a bedtime beer? Head straight off to Z Town. <laughs> that's where I'm going to Dragon Ball Z Kai. That's episode what the Z. 36. That's what the Z stands for. It's Dragon Ball. Go to bed, Katie. It's bedtime. I'm so tired. I would love <laughs> yes. to go to bed. Before we record our episode on Go to Bed Gundam, this is Dragon Ball Z. Go to bed. Episode <laughs> 36. Frieza closes in. Mighty Paranga, grant your wish. Ah! It might be our wish. I might have misspelled that. Anyway. We start this episode on a key pivotal point in the story. That's right. Gohan and Krillin and all the little lads have scampered off and they've collected all the Dragon Balls together on Namek and they've said the Namekian 14 words (laughs) and it's brought the big dragon out. And you're saying, well, I know Shenron. He's a pretty big dragon. How big could this one be? How big could he possibly be? How could it be? Now. He's far he's larger, so big. and he's all shoulders and pecs. And now I know what you're thinking. Uh, if you wanted to portray a gigantic dragon and you wanted to make him seem bigger than Shenron, you would have probably set up some sort of a scale, some sort of a thing that you could maybe like measure him against. Right, hold a pencil up. Something, yeah, give us something to just see him next to. We're not going to have any of that. You're just going to have to trust Krillin that, wow, this is right. way bigger than Shenron. <laughs> Would, would your old friend Krillin lie to you? Would Krillin lie to you about size? Do I seem like the somebody guy. who would tell you that something's bigger than it really is? Krillin? His best friend's a five-year-old. Why would he lie to you? He's such a sniveling bitch, this whole arc. He finds every opportunity to throw everyone under the bus and mm-hmm. does it every episode. <laughs> every time he has an opportunity to be a spineless, coward shit bitch, he's like, stepping up to the plate, it's Krillin. It's Krillin. He's still not as bad as Bulma, though, who we do yeah. not see this episode. But quick reminder, she has been nothing but trouble <laughs> this entire time. And a little racist in a way that's not okay. She, yeah. Well, let's get into the episode. But there was something very racist this episode. <laughs> so the big dragon is out and about. They've spoken sweet Namakian words to it, and it wants their wishes. It reminds them, I'm big. I'm offering you three wishes. I'm Lord Perunga. Krillin says, and I quote, that's the homegrown dragon for you, big and generous. <laughs> sexual. It's very sexual. Yeah. Did you use the word homegrown dragon? two to three times? I thought that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> like you're supposed to be like checking it off on a chart or something. <laughs> like I've got big, uh, I've got generous, and I've got green. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of felt like when you visit a small town for like a staycation, they're like, these tomatoes are homegrown. <laughs> <laughs> a bit different than the city tomatoes that only grant you one wish. <laughs> <laughs> these tomatoes grant you three wishes, but with a lot more stipulations than you're used to. You're going to be surprised that all of them are going to have to be related to 
eating a tomato, but you do get three wishes. <laughs> tomato, grant my tomato wishes. <laughs> Soup, there it is. <laughs> Turn me into a soup. <laughs> my suffering. <laughs> uh, so, so they immediately decide, let's bring all our homies back. We miss our homies. Let's get them back here. And so they go, Paranga, bring them back. And so that's translated in a very sensitive and thoughtful way through Dende into Namekian. And Paranga says, um, There's rules. I know I said... Th- I said three wishes, but uh, there's a lot of rules to the wishes, and I can only bring one dude back at a time. I do love that when they're gearing up to wish, everyone that's dead on North Clyde's planet are like, oh, here we go, coming back to life. And <laughs> yeah. it's like, get ready to live. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then All my homies like, living today. <laughs> Actually, psych, only one of us can come back. And they're all like, oh, fuck. Well, they still could have done three of them. <laughs> Doesn't it remind you of, like, Greek tragedies when, like, everybody's dead and seems like they do all the same things living people do, but they're like, just trust us, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I am but a shade, and I wish I were part of the living. Well, there's some point in Super, right, where they talk about it with King Kai, and he's like, he's like, Trust me, if you knew my agony, <laughs> and you're like, oh, God, is it, like, really terrible? <laughs> yeah, he says, like, think nothing feels right. Like, he doesn't feel anything. Yeah, he just feels, like, off or something like that all the time. It's so something weird. like that. It just so sucks because he's been dead for so long now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like it's daylight savings every day, Goku. <laughs> well, it sounded like there was a bobcat outside my house. I don't know what that was. Um... But let's focus Probably here. Probably a bobcat. Probably a bobcat, yeah. One of those Park Slope bobcats. Piccolo wants King Kai to connect his call to Gohan. And King Kai goes, I'm not a phone. And he goes, connect my call. <laughs> and then he goes, touch my shoulder. And so he does, and he grabs King Kai's shoulder too hard. And he goes, Gohan, hello. It's hello, your- <laughs> Gohan. Gohan. Is this Gohan. thing on? I don't know how to use Zoom. <laughs> Am I using the shoulder right? Is this working? <laughs> and then Gohan like doesn't let him off the hook right away. Gohan's like, what's going on? Is that... Piccolo, I hear. Hang on, maybe I should talk to him. He's like, answer me. <laughs> Piccolo, you're too close to the mic. <laughs> also, if if Gohan can hear it and Krillin can hear it, like, so is it just like a loudspeaker on the planet? It's a psychic loudspeaker. But why would it not just be to Gohan? Why can Krillin hear it too? And if that's the case, why doesn't Vegeta and Frieza hear it? You know. You're asking these questions you don't want to ask because you've been watching Scooby-Doo and now you're insolent and I won't stand for it. I'm trying to solve mysteries. Stop. Leave leave things as they are. Sometimes dead is better. This house needs to be sold, Mr. Jeremy. Oh, my God. It's a thorn in my family's estate. It'll be sold over somebody's dead body. (laughs) Zoinks, guys. I wonder what that means. You know. What a weird way to say that. (laughs) God bless stoner icon Shaggy. (laughs) Wasn't me. Wasn't me. (laughs) Wasn't me. Wasn't me. (laughs) 
Yeah, so Piccolo, he's talking to Gohan, a child wearing armor. And he says, I want to go back to... I want to go back with the Dragon Balls, please. And everyone goes, oh, fuck you! I fucking knew not to trust you because you're green! <laughs> yeah, they really freak out at him. He's like, no, you dumbasses. If I come back, Kami comes back. And then we can get the less tricky Dragon Balls to wish you and back. And they're like, wow, he's so well-spoken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, TN let slip all of the racist <laughs> shit he's been sitting on this I whole time. Pickle, you're so articulate. <laughs> <laughs> Pickle is different than the other ones. I met him at uni. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, no. TN. <laughs> so, Pickle, are you on telling me racist How'd you get to King Kai's planet? Are you on some sort of financial aid package? <laughs> I can say that. I'm friends with Chao Tzu. <laughs> and he's a Chinese vampire. He counts as POC. <laughs> I had to escape the Communist Party. And they took my family's jewels. <laughs> they took all our land. <laughs> no, everyone wants to talk about human rights until the left is under the microscope. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Master Crane had a monopoly on sugarcane production, but I don't see why we would have had to have left the country. <laughs> <laughs> Chang Kami Shek. Maybe that's a thing maybe, we can yeah, work maybe, in here. Yeah. One of these days. I don't know how. Maybe. Hope it comes up. <laughs> uh, Dragon so, Ball yeah, Xi Jinping. Oh, that's very good. Woo! That one's easy. That yeah, could Dragon happen Ball anyway. G. Yeah, okay. We just need to go to war with China. <laughs> I want China to take us at this point. Take us. Take, that, take that could us. be the week we do Dragon Ball Xi Jinping. I'm ready. I, you know what? <laughs> I, I admire how Karl Marx praised Chinese characteristics, and I'm ready to be We'll cover the show again. Them. We'll cover the show another time. We'll do it. We'll cover it in 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 uh, posters Valhalla, where we will live forevermore. Yeah. After President G bombs us back to the Stone Age, <laughs> aim for us, President G. <laughs> We're by the financial centers. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to live anyway. Take us first. Ooh, I'm inside a big bank vault. Bomb me, Daddy. Oh. Oh. And my they keep all the imperialism terror. in here. <laughs> oh. uh, let's talk about who's getting the phone calls when President <laughs> Xi Jinping goes to bomb. All right, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're done with that. So, yeah, so Piccolo, everyone's mad at him, but he says, listen to this. Well, he, first he says, shut up, which I thought was kind of <laughs> vulgar. But then he says, check this out. If you bring me back, Kami comes back. Even more Dragon Balls, even more wishes. Oh, Everyone's fuck. like, oh, yeah! Sick. Wow. I can't believe you came up with that. That's a great plan that just happens to prioritize getting you out of hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that settles the first two wishes. They're going to bring Piccolo uh, back to life. And then they're going to teleport him to Namek. And then King Kai goes, whoa, 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 don't go to Namek. And Piccolo says, I'm going. I fucking I do whatever I want. I'm the, I'm the baddest bitch in this block. 
Can we talk about how flattering the Saiyan armor is? Everyone looks great in Saiyan armor, and Krillin's such a little bitch, and even he looks like he has a waist. Even he looks yeah. good. <laughs> it's a, it's a you know great it is? look. It's the shoulders. Yeah. It's the shoulders everybody complains about because they're aesthetically ridiculous, but they also... They make you look like a stormtrooper. I have an 80s cropped leather jacket with giant shoulders, and I get compliments all the time because I look like a pointy lady in charge. (laughs) (laughs) You look like one of Frieza's lieutenants. Yeah. They're like, bitch, are you in the Frieza force or are you just happy to see me? And I'm like, silence! (laughs) 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 That's enough of you! (laughs) Uh, So those are the first two wishes, and we check in with Vegeta who is waiting by Goku, who, as a quick reminder, is in the Star Wars Bacta tank. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. He's floating in his underwear. There's a tube in his mouth, and they're, they have him recharging. And Vegeta looks out the window and is like, shit, it's night, but there's no night on Namek. Oh, god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and immediately, he's like, Vegeta's sweating this episode. He he's is so really annoyed. on one. And uh, we cut him with Freeze every now and then. While this happens, and he is also on one. Yeah, yeah. He is, Big episode he's, for short people being upset. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a roller coaster admission line. This episode, am I right? <laughs> oh, am I right? Or wow. hey, I only said it because you're all thinking it. You're all thinking it. We're all thinking it. That's what you people want. It's what people want out of this tall. show. You know, they want they want us to take it to PC culture. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. We're all Let thinking him come it. for me. We're all thinking it. I work for Six Flags. It's fine. I'm untouchable. I'm an exec <laughs> at Six Flags. <laughs> You're also like six feet tall. <laughs> They'll always need me in this economy. I'll be the last one to go. Uh, yeah. So we get a close up of Vegeta's Adam's apple, which I thought was pretty yeah. cool. Because he's so it like its mask. Own little nose. He's so mask. He's got a big old Adam's apple. Ooh. Well, and when you're short, too, that makes your Adam's apple bigger comparatively. I guess so. Which women love. Yeah. I'm always like, you know what they say? Size of a man's feet. Size of that Adam's apple, though. Size of that sweet, sweet apple. <laughs> Mama's going to take a bite. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. That hurt my stomach. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, more. More kisses Did for I tell the you sweet I'm apple over being of love. Sick? This is disgusting. You gotta, you um, <laughs> Katie is currently, you can't see her, she's swaddled in a blanket begging me to stop <laughs> talking about Adam's apples. <laughs> I need it. It protects me. Uh, so, this is uh, me now. <laughs> Frieza and Vegeta are on the way. They're going so fast because they're so mad somebody is doing these wishes. Yeah, a lot yeah. of good, a lot of very good rage flying in this episode. I relate to that. I love a rage <laughs> fly. It's one of my favorite things from this saga. It's a, they have real late to work kind of energy <laughs> to them. They're just so pissed and they're getting there. You could replace all their dialogue with just like, fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck, fuck. <laughs> Um, we get Piccolo close up on Piccolo he's still at King Kai's house guess what the halo is gone and nothing else has changed (laughs) there's no other big changes there he's just like it just feels so good look at that that and he's like in everyone's face he's just like look at that check it out would you Yamcha Yamcha you're not looking Yamcha hey hey, take a look (laughs) 
Yamcha, I bet, was like pretty cool about it, but you know Tien was like stewing yeah, that yeah, he TN wasn't know first how to, choice. He's a bad sport. Yeah, yeah Tien yeah. was like already online posting about it, just like, despite yeah. making up. <laughs> <laughs> no one worked harder than me. <laughs> I am I'm grinding on North Kai every day. Just because some people are inextricably tied to the Dragon Balls, they get to cut the line. <laughs> it's okay. I'm friends with Chow Tzu, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's fucking pumped. Uh, he's getting wished to Namek. The whole crew is coming up. They're like, yeah, Piccolo's coming to Namek. Yeah. He can defend us from from Frieza and from Vegeta, who are definitely going to find out soon and kill us. And then uh, they check the the wording on the document they've signed with this dragon, because he's granted the two wishes. And they're like, oh, we didn't say where <laughs> on Namek he had to go, so he's buried in a mountain somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why He's under this the is, surface this is of the earth. Got to be one of the most Dragon Ball ass fucking <laughs> stupid plot points ever where there's like, "Oh, whoops. He's on the other side just so we could like get him to like not be here for a little bit longer." <laughs> we had to kill more time. I know. And also like when Dende's like, "Oh, you guys wanted him here?" It's like, "Yes, I'm." Yeah, where else would he be? Well, at least Dende is like four years old, so yeah. I guess it kind of makes sense <laughs> that he was. A, we left him in charge of the Uber, and he took Piccolo somewhere else. <laughs> or he's just being like purposefully a pain in the ass, and he's just like trying to waste wishes. <laughs> he's doing like the Bart Simpson, like, "Oh, I thought you said go to bread." <laughs> Oops. Oops. I guess we'll have to use your third wish. (laughs) I need attention. I'm a child of trauma. (laughs) Well, yeah. uh, Jumping ahead, like when Dende's crying this episode, I'm like, dude, this kid has had the worst like three days imaginable. Everyone keeps being a dick to him. He's fucking, he's like living through like Namekian come and see. He's just like. Just covered in he's mud, just like, like screaming uh, at stuff. He's just having his own Hotel Rwanda with <laughs> exciting Saiyans in the background. <laughs> um, so we cut to Vegeta, who is using, like, he shows up, and he's so mad he's using old-timey curses. He's, like, saying blast it and consarn it. Yeah. And uh, heavens to Bessie and stuff. <laughs> 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 it's a- it's it's like the, at a level of anger where you're like, oh, this is going to get violent because he's using terms from the war. This is no good at all. By gum, these earthlings are full of sarsaparilla. You're like, oh, Grandpa's been drinking. Something racist is about to happen. And they're also put off by his language that Gohan just spills the beans immediately. He's like, don't worry, Vegeta, there's another wish. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Also, it seems like a really easy solution to this was Dende just says something completely different to the dragon. I was thinking the same thing. What if he just like, lied? What yeah, you just be like, <laughs> yeah, whatever you want, Vegeta, and then just like wish him and Frieza out of existence. Or just like wish for like, I wish, you, you've already established that like things can just appear elsewhere. So just be like, I wish for a hot dog on the other side of the planet. 
Yeah. Yeah, just say it the long way. And then Vegeta's like, am I immortal? And he's like, yes, absolutely, my friend. You are immortal. Yeah, yeah you're you totally did it. immortal. You Good did job. it, dude. You are Why eternally you young. Why don't you start by stabbing yourself just to show everyone Give it a shot, man. You, you get that Zenkai boost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, try to block those beams with your head. You got this, bro. <laughs> So uh, there's a lot of pressure on Dende now. Um, oh, we do get a quick cut to Mr. Popo, who is tending his flowers. I don't know what this is, but he's like flowering the garden at the top of Kami's lookout. Okay, so when he first shows up, I go, why? We don't even need to show this. This is a re-edit of the show, and this is the first time I notice, in addition... To all the horrible characterization of Mr. Popo. He's also gay. He has one tooth. He has one <laughs> tooth. Is it curvy tooth? He's got it's one tooth, yeah, just sticking out the tooth. front. Yeah. I'm like, how is this? Just just delete him from the show. It's a Russian doll of new racism. It's insane. It's so bad. <laughs> but I was going to say the thing that I noticed in this episode, and it's the first time that I was like happy that Popo was there, because like when Kami shows up and he's so like happy and like touched, and I was like, oh, they're gay. That's what this is about. They're they're a couple, and he's so happy that his that his husband is home, right? And because the only thing we know about Popo <laughs> is he loves Kami more <laughs> than Kami anything so in the world. Much. Yeah, and he's like up there They've tending to the garden a and then, long time, and then his husband came home. Yeah, it was. I I mean, sure, Mister Popo has his issues, but I thought it was a nice scene. Yeah, listen, I'm emotionally in a very strange place right now, so I may be completely off base about as this. a father. <laughs> You have to love this scene. Also, it's important to note, and this is what I wanted to get to, is that before he sees Kami, he's uh, uh, watering the flowers and sees a butterfly. And then apropos of nothing, like he thinks he's alone. He's like, ho, 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 ho. And he just starts chasing a butterfly around. And then he sees Kami. For like a long time. For a long time, yeah. It's not like a quick thing. It's like at least a full minute of him just being like, I'm so wet your wings. Woohoo! <laughs> and you know, then when even Kami with gets the in the White House, we could still have a good day. <laughs> Kami shows up and he and yeah, he opens his mouth and you see his one tooth, and then he like puts his hands up to remind you, like, by the way, my palms are white. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, God damn it. <laughs> Everything Look, about I'm happy you, they're united there's nothing again. okay. <laughs> there's no part of this. They need they need their love to hold them strong in the face of Tien's racism. Uh, so they're back together at last. Isn't that nice? Frieza is flying over to the Wish, and he's so mad his eyeballs are sweating. It's a really weird shot. Like, it's coming from under the hood. I don't know. It's super weird. He's, he's also in... Uh, top-notch Frieza form and saying all kinds of strange stuff. Uh, Vegeta is holding Dende aloft by his neck and shaking him, and Gohan and Krillin are like, do we make Vegeta immortal? Seems like it would be a bad idea. I don't know. We'll die if we don't do it. I don't know. Should we do it? You're a grown man. I'm five years old, but I think we should do it. <laughs> uh, and they go back and forth, and then eventually, because he's just they're going to like snap Dende's neck, they're just like, okay, just do it. And Vegeta calms down, and they decide to vote for Vegeta Biden as the better of two <laughs> options. That's the pitch. the v- The vote has never been this clear. I just if you look at 
what if you look at Frieza's record, <laughs> dodging but you Vietnam, know what? like much bureaucracy, they take too long in the decision process, and when you know it, they fucked up. Yeah, they ask for the wish. Dende starts doing the wish. Vegeta's like, "All right, I'm gonna live forever. This is great." And then as as they're saying it, the dragon's eyes explode and he bursts into f- like flame and then the balls become rocks and fall out of the sky. And it's revealed the Grand Elder has died from COVID. And that's 200,001. And Dende lost. just starts weeping and Vegeta's like, what about my wish? And he's like, uh, wh- uh, what? <laughs> what? My, my, my dad character died. <laughs> yeah. My dad's dead and everyone who's ever related to me and my whole culture and I'm stuck with these racists. <laughs> but let's make it about you. Let's do, let's have the Vegeta show some more. <laughs> so Vegeta tells Krillin to check his privilege and then Frieza is there, oh no. And Frieza is so mad, he has a calm voice. And he's like, hey, where's the Ginyu Force? Oh no, you turned them into frogs. <laughs> Sadly, boys, I'm afraid this won't do. <laughs> I wrote and this they- down in quotes. He says, in all my years, I've never been so angry as I am right now. Just like that. <laughs> yep. And he, well, you know, like, dad's really pissed when you come home drunk from the party and you're like, well, we were just very worried about you we'll talk about this in the morning and you're like oh fuck mm. yeah it's, a, it's past the angry voice they did um a reanimation here that looked so dog shit that mm-hmm. i don't understand why they did that it's probably to cut the scene time into thirds <laughs> of frieza just threatening them for a long ass <laughs> time i'm guessing but we then get a very powerful yeah and the rest of the episode is just Frieza powering up, and he's in his first form, and it looks like he's taking a huge shit. And uh, the earth, the earth shakes, and everyone goes, wow, that's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot. Lo- that's a lot of Frieza. <laughs> that's a lot of Frieza. And we cut to Goku's little medical chamber, and all the laudanum and glass bottles are being knocked <laughs> off the shelves. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. The announcer's we'll- like, oh, fuck. How about them apples? Yeah, crazy <laughs> stuff, oh, no, huh, folks? Wow. <laughs> and then I saw that the next episode, he transforms into second form already. They really just what? Don't whip tell this me thing that. right along. I mean, in Why the, are you telling me that? It was in the next time. I didn't watch it because I didn't want to know. <laughs> oh, well, sorry. You've seen the show. You know Alex. that he transforms. You're telling me there's two forms? <laughs> <laughs> But does he get the chair back at least? <laughs> He's not going to get gigantic, is he? <laughs> he won't look like like a man and then an alien and then a smaller man, will he? There's not going to be a third form that we see for two minutes. Yeah. And it's my favorite one. It's the best one, yeah. The point. Um, okay. Well, that's the episode. Let's rate, review, and skiddly-doo. Skiddly-doo. <laughs> Like we do every week. Dad's house, drink the beer. Yep, rate, <laughs> review, and skiddly do. Uh, I uh, give this four out of seven Dragon Balls. Um, not a lot happened. <laughs> not a lot happened That's in here, true. folks. Not a lot. It's um, no episode of Scooby-Doo, I'll tell you. Certainly that. not. No, those are wrapped up by the end, my friends, and this has taken several years. <laughs> 
All right, that's a fair. That even might be high comparatively. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, what do you rate? I'm also giving episode it a four. 36. Um, it was fine. It's a transitional episode, but yeah, it's just like nothing happened really, except we're like, oh fuck, you can't wish everyone else at the same time, and uh, Frieza is going to do something. <laughs> he's he's about to he's about to go off. Um, I'm gonna give it three out of seven. There were no beams, and there was no fighting. Mm-hmm. The most violent it got is when that bottle broke at the end. Although that was good anticipation building. Can't wait to see how they replace that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think uh, we've all had our expectations settled on this one. <laughs> and it's time to do an email and get the heck on out of here. It's time for Dragon Give me some of that Dragon All right, so this email is from Kenworth on the Discord, uh, who writes, Hey, ballers, long time, first time. Hello. 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 Are there things you see that shouldn't be weird, but that you think are weird? First off, just wanted to say that I'm a truck driver, and thanks for the help on the long drives. If I add up the listening time with Ballnet Super, Gundam Time, Pod Damn, Pod Minutes of Gen Loss, it comes to 15 full days or 360 hours, so thanks. Um, See, these are the people that should be listening to our podcast. This is what it's for. Yes. This is what it's all <laughs> for. Truck drivers, exactly. That, yeah. I've always said that's who we're for. <laughs> people with jobs, you know, real Real American, Real American jobs. jobs. <laughs> Salt of the earth, <laughs> folks. Um, the other day during a delivery, I saw a blimp over Greensboro, North Carolina, uh, and looking at it just creeped me out. Something about blimps strike me as supremely weird, just weird and still in the sky. Things shouldn't be in the sky and also still. It ain't right. Just a giant non-moving balloon. I know they're probably super common to you New Yorkers, but I guess I've never seen a blimp before. (laughs) We're all very used to blimps. (laughs) Are there things that would be normal in some places that make you double take? Cops. (laughs) (laughs) This is very true. I don't think uh, people in other places have quite the same... Like, I had that whole chunk I was doing in stand-up about cops. my favorite chunk you ever did, yeah. And uh, my mom was talking to me after and was like, you're going to alienate a lot of people because they don't feel that way about the police. And it's like, but they're so scary. <laughs> but if you leave New York City, they don't have the Frieza body armor and visible guns. Yeah, I exactly. Think. <laughs> like there, there's not yeah, other parts of the look- country where they stand around with assault rifles and shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it might be different now, but yeah, like, like literal, they lo- look like they came from combat in yeah, Afghanistan. Yeah, it's a visible thing. They look like starship <laughs> troopers is what they yeah. look like to me. Mm-hmm. There's um, got to be a better a better example, though. Blimps are... I think blimps are exciting, like when you've unlocked an yeah, ancient technology. Yeah, I always technology. am excited yeah, to see a blimp. I always see blimps at the beach or at a baseball game, and you're like, yeah, yeah the fucking blimp! The blimp is here, folks, because <laughs> you love a non-standard vehicle. You know, it's the same thing with, like, a yeah. Zamboni. There's only, yeah. like, one place you see a Zamboni, so you're stoked when you see it, but it's not really actually, That's like... why they let the kids ride the Zambonis at exactly. the NHL games, and it's supposed to be a big deal. I once went to a game, and the kid wasn't excited to be on the Zamboni. I'm Madness. like, put me on the Madness. fucking Madness, that's Zamboni. a huge honor, young man. It's <laughs> so an mad. honor from our community, the highest we can bestow. 
Um, what else is weird? What's a weird thing that I'm, you... I'm literally checking my Twitter drafts. <laughs> I guess... Uh, to see what else is weird. Homeless <laughs> Already did blue-collar Barbie. <laughs> so that's out. Uh, oh, I mean, I you know, like, so I've, Do you ever watch just weird. like regular TV now? Like... Do you ever oh, just like yeah, be home at your weird. parents' house and you just like turn on regular TV and you watch like commercials sure. and like this something is like always really like the first time I do it after a long time and not seeing TV will be really like weirdly unsettling and like because everything is so fast now like the commercials are like sped yeah. up so they can fit more in and like TV shows are like slightly at a higher frame rate so that they can move faster. I find most advertising really jarring now since I don't really experience it as much. Right. It's like very uncanny valley to me. Yeah, it's so intense to watch. Mm-hmm. I've always had a hard time with advertising because I get very stuck with the words. Like there's this one subway advertisement uh, that I see when I drive by it when I'm doing my uh, mutual aid deliveries. And it has a boy with a little uh, Rat Pack hat on. And it says, when kids are being themselves, we all win. <laughs> and I say that out loud to myself every time I pass it. <laughs> Like it's a thing you you just like look at a friend and you're like when well, kids are themselves we all we win. all win I we think we win. all know this <laughs> that phrase that we all say it's at the end of the not pledge just like of allegiance some weird like that's such a weird thing to say taking home a big dub tonight on behalf of Citibank <laughs> I think a lot of people don't know Italian wedding cookies. That's true, yeah. That's true. Those be weird sometimes. I um I brought a bunch of Italian pastries to the nurses at the hospital and they like said some weird shit about just like the, the what did they they said something like uh like yeah, thanks for bringing those whatever they are. And I was like, "Pastry? What do you mean they're pastries?" <laughs> <laughs> if you don't mind, I'm going to day go throw this in the trash. <laughs> no, give them to that's me. What a, that's what a nurse said. To Jeremy, waiting to see if his baby was alive. I just remember mutual. Uh, uh, Wait, this of, is a wop. Of, it's a whack ass pastry. <laughs> I just remember when I, I first moved back to the city. I was at a bakery with Danny Feltz, and he saw the rainbow cookies, and he goes, "Skatey Rasta cookies." I'm like, "You white motherfucker! <laughs> You're the whitest person. You are the literal definition of like a goy. Like, get the fuck away from." Me. Real cookies. <laughs> Nobody eats those, right? Do you eat those? Oh, I love those. The rainbow, rainbow ones, really? Cookies. Oh, yeah. damn. I don't care for them. Oh, I'm going to start saving all of mine for you because every time I get the plate, I eat all the other ones and then I leave the rainbows. What? No, yeah. they're, they're, they're to me. They're all yours, dude. Give those to Katie. This email is a very open ended, and so we're going to have to end it here. All right. <laughs> We could just do a whole new podcast it's about very, things like, that are weird. Stoner question. Like, you guys ever notice things are weird? <laughs> you think blimps shouldn't be up there? I mean, Your it's answer. a legit thing, though. I mean, honestly, <laughs> like, I totally get what he's like. I just can't think of a good example right yeah. now. But we'll have to discuss behind the paywall. All right, plugs. Let's do it. Wow. All right. Um, yeah, Katie. I'm you can find me at Twitter at Katie Rose or Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. Please watch the show I produce for The Pit. Uh, it's called Last Words. This week we are having Jamie from Code Orange on. If you like that band, check it out. 
code orange. What is that? The code goes off when you see the president? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Yep, that's oh, the one. That got him. Got him. That got is em. the one, my friend. Oh, Get the out blue there and wave. Vote. It's crushing me. <laughs> Get out there and vote. Um, blue wave crushing an orange Cheeto man. What is this? A Mets game? <laughs> blue and orange. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad about that. What okay. is this, a Mets game? <laughs> Please listen to my new show, uh, Theater of Delights, the hit radio drama of all of today's top audio stories. Season one out now. Subscribe, like, leave a review. A few of you have done that. You're angels. Uh, there are six full episodes. It's like I made a movie that you can't see. Also, I'm all of the actors. It's fucking bananas. It's like some of the... Like, I love Alex. He is very funny. But I never really clicked what a genuine psycho he is. It's like... like, That's really all I want to get across, is that I'm unwell and need help. And I want to do that. that. I mean that (laughs) Having you listen to my show. The best way possible. Like, truly, you're such a little freaky deaky and I love you. I'm a little freak. Go listen to my show. I worked on it for a long time. That's it for me. Yeah. Listen to Alex's show. And uh, my plug for the week goes, of course, to Baby Nico. Keep those spirit bomb Baby hands Nico. up. Baby Wee. Nico. Getting, up. B- busting out. Busting out of the, out of the hospital. All right. That's, that's it for this week. Join us next week. Super. Super. I need a wet ass pastry.